Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all new, better than ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Up next on Inside Champ Car, looking back at VIR. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. He's Bill Strong. That's the good-looking guy in the top right corner. Brian, I'm, I'm Brian. Buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm Brian hey, Belansky. You know how um, I'm the one has Heineken Zero Zero, yeah, yeah, as their sponsor. Yeah, we don't have. We do not have Budweiser Zero. Okay, as sponsor, okay. But we're well, gonna try. Why don't you work on that, Bill? <laughs> I am. Send some my way. So, <laughs> our guest today, Jeremy Boyce from. NLS Racing. Welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. Good to have so, you. So we had an exciting race at VIR. Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, the Sunday race was the most exciting. You know, typical Porsche just winning, you know, leading the race pretty hey, much all day long. Don't get ahead a of yourself. A couple of times. Well, wait. No, we're not. <laughs> Porsche wins. But then... They run out again. Oh, I hate when that happens. Porsches need yeah. And then a two forty just suddenly appeared. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but hey, guess what? Jeremy, how'd you get started in this thing we like? Called racing. Well that's no surprise. I knew that question was coming. Uh, <laughs> you're you're not a first time listener. Now been listening since day one, guys. Great. I love the podcast. So oh, that's good to hear. Thank you. So Thank I, knew, you. I was prepared for what was coming. Uh, <laughs> Did you take notes? It's like, are you going to read it off your hand? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. No. Yeah. So as a lot of guys have said in the past, I, I guess my dad would have started it. He, uh, he used to race boats up in New Jersey, uh, flat bottom skiffs, Garvey boats, had like inboard V8, stock class, unlimited, whatnot. So he did that when I was real young. And uh, he kind of got out of the, the boat racing. And then I was always, as a teenager, interested in trucks, muscle cars. Um, well, I drove a big wait, block wait a Chevelle. Second. But wait, you're from Frisco. North Carolina. Carolina. So, Originally from New Jersey. But, yeah, but I, most of my life has been here. You grew up in Frisco. Now... Yep. I go there once a year. We go yep. to Cape Hatteras. And your dad works as a, a, a boat captain out there, or a ferry captain, or works on the ferries at North Carolina, yep. at uh, Hatteras. That's correct. So I know there's a racetrack in North in uh, Hatteras, except it's for go-kart. 
There's, there's a little, little go, yeah. There's, there's a little past Frisco over, you know, from the yeah. uh, the Frisco or past Frisco. Now, how does one get to light cars with no racetracks all around you, anywhere near you? Well, it started with trucks because we have beach. We could drive out on the beach oh, back yeah. before it was all restricted like it is now. So we we had big trucks and we'd go out on the beach and uh, you know have fun, right? Have some fun, raise a little hell, you know go out and have a good time and then i and then i uh ran across a too good to pass up deal on a 69 chevelle big block with a four speed in it that's what every high school uh, needs that was my car when i was a senior in high school so i had the coolest car in in school (laughs) you know so i was i was a muscle car guy true and true forever i swore but as time goes on i realized you know, there's a lot of other cool cars out there. So, yeah. like the 280Z, is a 280Z behind you? It's a 240Z. Oh, that's like a 280Z, just smaller same, and older. Same, same thing, just older. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one sitting out in the yard, a parts yeah. car. So. so, so my old racing partner back in Atlanta ran a 240Z, and uh, yeah, actually it was a 200S, and then he went into a 240Z. Um, SX 200 SX yeah 200 SX and then he went into a 240Z and um, fun cars not hard to work on lots of room in the engine bay so you having fun with that thing I'd like to someday if I could ever get the car finished Uh, unfortunately (laughs) I do this I have this hobby called racing that takes most of my free time away so uh, someday I hope to get the car going so, um, so what are you racing? So we were, well, we have two cars. Okay. So our original car is a 93 240 SX. Got it. Okay. I've been racing that for, I think this is our eighth season, I believe now. Okay. Uh, and then a couple of years ago, we bought a 300 ZX, a 87, and have been slowly dialing it in. Uh, still got some teething problems with it, but uh, we're, We'll get there. Now, uh, the hope, now, the hope is started? to get that car faster than the original car. It's lighter, has more fuel, and the same engine. So, now when you guys started racing the two hundred and forty SX, did you have the little uh, the little four cylinder in that? We did for the first probably three years, yeah. and that just it's not enough. Right to now, keep I, up. Remember, I, I remember passing you guys a few times in my car. Yeah, that did have. So the yeah, we we yeah. Eventually, you know, we got our feet wet, you know, got, you know, learned a little bit of racing, and uh, then we wanted to win. So the four-cylinder was not going to cut it. You know, so we uh, we did the, the Maxima V6 swap into it. You got that four-liter in there? A four, no, no. <laughs> Stock is best. You know, so the three-liter. It's a three-liter. Three we yeah. keep it as a three-liter. It's sure. legit. You know, there's so uh, yeah, it's it's done good for us. We've had some issues, you know, figuring out over the years, but we think we kind of finally got it nailed down here. So, well, that's a pretty tough car. I mean, it's it's taken a little bit of a beating, not as much as some of our cars have, but um, you've run it on some pretty rough tracks, done some damage. We've taken a couple good licks over the years. Yeah, we almost rode it off one time, but uh, yeah, chassis wise, I mean, it's a great car. Yeah, you know, the engine's a little finicky. We've been 
you know, like I said, I think we got to figure it out now. We'll, we'll see when it gets to the hot races. We do good in the cold. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, one thing you guys have had issues with is overheating. Yeah. That's been, that's been our main issue the last few years. Just especially slow down. like I said, Just slow well, down. that's part of the problem. The first couple of years with this engine, it wasn't an issue. And the only thing we could come up with is we're faster now. And now we're, yeah. you know, you're on full throttle for that extra second here, second there. And all of a sudden, you know, you're, the motor's not getting time to cool down. So, so is it engine temps or is it oil temps? It, mostly coolant temp. Yeah. And these motors seem to be real sensitive to the head gaskets. So once it reaches a certain point, you're pretty much done. Yeah. That's no fun. <laughs> no, we've we've been we've we've been through a lot of engines over the years, but luckily uh, they're very, really really cheap from the junkyard. So we yeah, buy you're... four or five at a time, and have always have a stock of uh, you know engines. You know, we buy the more you buy, the cheaper the junkyard gives them to you, and they're yeah. <laughs> very very easy to find. Yeah. So no, I I did that. I bought like four engines, four three point three Toyota V sixes, and we put one in. And it lasted. It's still in the car to this day. <laughs> I, started, I had to start selling. Yeah, Troy bought the rest of my engines because they were just sitting there kind of, you know, just sitting there. And, you know, Virginia's pretty humid. I guess it's the same yeah. in North Carolina. So right. you really don't want to have these things sitting around. Too long. Well, and if you yeah. have cooling problems, it's not like it ever gets hot in, in North Carolina, right? No. No. <laughs> no, never. Never, 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 never. I bet you it's like 52 degrees right now out there. Yeah, I mean, even our first engine, we got two and a half, three years out of our, when we swapped the engine in, I think we got two and a half, three years out of it. And then all of a sudden the issues kind of started popping up. It's, you know, we we improved as drivers and, you know, got faster, figured things out. Yeah. That's what happened to us with brakes. Once we... We got, well, actually, when they told us to put the bigger throttle body back on, that just increased our speed and braking, and we just, we overheated the brakes that were working great prior to that. So it's amazing the the threshold that you hit. You hit that threshold, yeah. and boom, nothing else works right. So. It's a balance of everything. You got to yeah. brakes and power and durability. So, so you started, uh, you know, so you, you you know, you went to school, you went to some NASCAR school. So actually before that, me, my, myself, Cliff and uh, Corey Danley, we all went to school at uh, the Bobby Isaac Motorsports Program here in Hickory. So that's where we all met. Now, Bobby Isaac of the, uh, the winged uh, Dodge Daytona days. I now, believe Bobby so, Isaac. yes. Yep. So they had a. At the time, they, they had a Hooters Pro Cup program, you know, oval short track race and oval track. And we had like 20 students and we built a race car and one of the teachers was the driver. And we were the pit crew and every mechanics and did the whole season of that. So that's kind of where we got our feet wet and, you know, real racing. And you know, then, so uh, been... then, then you, uh, you, once you guys did that and, now you you currently work for a company called let me look this up here <clears throat> called X Track. I guess you guys do something with tracks. <laughs> Not exactly. Uh, transmissions. World world class transmission supplier for yeah. I've seen their big series. building you know, right off the highway going through Indianapolis. Huge yep. building. Yeah, 
I guess they supply yeah. NASCAR, IndyCar, all kinds of Formula One transmissions, that kind of stuff. No, so that yeah, the Indy shop does all the IndyCar stuff. I'm down in Mooresville. We do all the NASCAR stuff. Your and dad then says you, hi, by the way. Dad says hi. Uh, he's, he, he got, I guess he's got an internet connection. He was yeah. hoping he would have it tonight. He's on the ferry working tonight. So, yep. Hi, Dad. Best job ever has to be, <laughs> except when it's windy and stormy. Yeah. I've gone across it's, that. I saw your dad pretty... a few times over the years. I've, I've gone over no. the ferry a bunch of times to Ocracroke, and, and he's one of the guys that Right? Does he drive it or load it or something? He does everything on it. Okay. He's like, he's, I guess, what they call, an, well, he was an oiler. I guess he'd be an engineer now. Oh, he's yeah, like the, the head of yeah. the engine room. Right. He's like the boss of the engine room, kind of oversees yeah. all the engines and whatnot. They run around with the oil can like lubing, uh, lubing valve trains, right? Yeah, like, you know, the Model <laughs> T style, yeah, you know, the yeah. exposed push rods and whatnot. <laughs> So when you work on those high-end transmissions and you're you're delivering stuff to the NASCAR teams and and all of that, how much of that uh, knowledge and and attention to detail can you then pull over into the Champ Car stuff? Say so definitely the attention to detail. I mean, because we we can't afford any failures with what we do at work. You know, we're supplying top-tier you know NASCAR teams. You know. Uh, so we are very meticulous at work. So that's kind of my thing in the race shop. I'm kind of the, you know, very organized, uh, meticulous, you know, across all my T's, dot my I's type of person. You know, some of the other guys are the guys that get the job done, but I'll go behind and make sure, you know, that we put the paint marks on there or the, uh, I forget what it's called, the other stuff that, yeah, you know, I'm mark all the bolts and whatnot. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, I take, I change the oil, send the oil off for the oil sample, and you know, I'm more of the en- kind of the engine guy, transmission on the car. You know, some Cliff and Corey are real good at suspension brakes, and more of the fab work side of things. And Corey Brown's kind of the our electronics camera specialist, radios and all that stuff. All right, so let's talk about transmission. You know a little okay. bit about them, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, Champ Car, we have a lot of guys that are, you know, we go through transmissions a lot. And why do we go through transmissions? Why do they fail on us? Where, you know, on a street, they last forever. But why are they failing on, on us racing? Say just the heat and the, you know, the wide open throttle, you know, they're, how often on the street are you banging through the gears, you know, third through six, back to third through six, you know, nonstop for eight, 10, 12, 24 hours. You know, it's, they were never designed to do that. So, so what can we do as non, you know, high level transmission people? What can we do to help ourselves in that situation? Is it a better quality transmission fluid? Is there is there better ways to shift the transmission? Shall we just put automatics in all the cars? What should we do? Well, definitely some good oil. Okay. Uh, for sure. You know, some synthetic, you know, whatever your favorite brand. You know, just make sure it's full. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, like a, I mean, like more up to the, I guess. Like up to the stick? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to get a guy that does that, by the way. They, they, they fill it up. Yeah. They filled it up. You know, most importantly, don't money shift it. Well, sure. <laughs> we, we, you know, we've, we've been there a few times. Uh, it's, it happens. And it's on the transmission. Some gates are tighter than others. But, uh, right. you know, be easy on it. You banging through the gears for that extra tenth of a second, it's not really worth it in an endurance race. You know, make right. sure you, know, you release that clutch. Make sure you're in fifth gear instead of third gear. You know, you, you know, you can feel it when you're pulling that clutch out. You don't need to dump the clutch. But that's more you fun. <laughs> well, it is more fun, and <laughs> if you hit it right, it's a little bit faster. But you know, we got about thirteen more hours to go in the race, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to make it last to the end and save it for the next guy. You know, that's always kind of been my motto as a driver, you know, you know, bring it home in one piece and make sure the next guy gets in. So do you do arrive and drives on your team? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, mainly with our second car with the 300 ZX. Right. Um, but we've kind of got a core group of drivers that kind of are, we got three guys that are like our first three phone calls. And 95% of the time, pretty much, they're in, you know, now, unless are, they have some some reason they can't make it. Otherwise, they're pretty much committed. So, are, are these guys with the large extended family that you bring to every race, which is the most awesome ever? I would say so, yeah. I mean, we've been with them now, most of these guys. You know, one of them's probably been on and off with us for five years, and the other couple of guys, probably two or three years. And they do a really good job. They're quick. Take care of the equipment, you know. So, Bill, I have those a... are the guys you want. You know, you don't want to. You know, it, it's hard to bring in a first timer. You know, when we're, you know, you're trying to compete. I, I apologize. I have a little emergency here. You guys keep talking. Yep. I'll be right back. Right, cool. Sounds good. Yep. So, um, yeah. So that's one of the things that you guys do really well is you bring you bring your whole family with. Whereas you know guys like me, you no, know, my family doesn't want to travel with us. But your family travels everywhere. I mean, your wife comes. Most every race, yeah. We got the wives, the kids, the dogs, friends, moms, dads, grandpas. You know, we try to bring them all. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. The uh, couple of times, I think it was AMP. You guys are doing pretty well at AMP. And we just kept hearing screaming, like, right outside the window of the tower. <laughs> it was all, yeah. all the ladies. So every time you guys came by, Yep, so yeah, they normally get up there, you know, if we're doing good, they'll be up there, you know, cheering us on. So we've we've had a lot of success at AMP, so yep. we've got to win there four years in a row, so. That's like a perfect track for that car. It is, yeah, it really suits us, suits our car well. So we haven't been to many tracks that don't suit our car, it's just a matter of finishing. We've, you know, we've been quick at a lot, you know, pretty much everywhere we've gone, but just got to bring it home, and sometimes it doesn't work out. Then Brian's back. Look out. Got to ask the right question. No, I'm back. Trying to catch well. my breath. Everything's <laughs> fine. Nobody's hurt. Yeah. We're good. Welcome back, Brian. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, that's the joys of having a home studio, folks. I apologize yeah. for that. Um, Wait, you have a studio? Yeah, well, you know, a home-based yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> So if you guys were to choose another car right now, what would you choose? We've 
Right, we've tossed around the idea of a 350Z with an automatic to get the discount on the points. But honestly, I'd like to build another 240 now that we know what we're doing with the 240. Because there's a lot of weight we could still cut out of that car. You know, that was our first build. We This garage you see here, this is where it all started. You know, we been our own roll cage. We There's nothing we paid anybody to do. We started from the beginning. We we bought a Harbor Freight tube and bender thing and the amount that we had to weld up. I'm sure you guys maybe yeah, seen sure. some of the guys that built roll cages and we bent it up, you know, with an angle finder and one piece at a time. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I don't know if I trust after after working with our tech for so long, I see what other shops do. I mean there's some good ones out there, but man, there's some there's some shady ones, and you kind of, yeah. I've seen some of the pictures on the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've never had to go back and reweld something at the track. So right, right. You know, Cliff, Cliff's our welder. He can weld the hell out of some stuff. He's our go-to welder guy. When, when it's got to be right, we call up Cliff. So, so, well, Timmy wants to know how much do you think uh, it is, or how much do you think it is? Is it in it to make your first car that's it i the word Ooh. i, I mean, think the initial build isn't all that much you know back when we I were mean, in chump car but it's the yeah i mean we started kind of the last year or two of chump car and then it, you know evolved in the champ car uh i mean you could probably in the low end i'd say five grand if you you know you i'd recommend your first build find you a caged car yeah and start with that. Yeah. I mean, to do it yourself, it's a lot of work. Especially, well, you know, I know not everybody's got the skills to fab and weld and right. build engines and whatnot. So, the hard part but, is when when you build your own car, um, you know, you, you're probably spending less upfront, but then you spend money over time yeah. to keep developing it and getting it to where it is and in and, and almost every instance when i talk to people who've done it and i've done it um i'm sure that we spent more money over time than it would have been to just go out and buy a new car or a car that's already been on the track yeah. and sorted out the problem is that you know that might be a fifteen thousand dollar car you know whereas you can get on the track with five grand like you said and you're going to get to fifteen or twenty thousand dollars but that might take you six or seven or ten years to get there so sometimes well, it's just economics. So I agree. Yes. Coming in, it would probably be better to buy your own car. But over the course of eight years, we've developed our car. We built our car. So we kind of have to take pride in. Yep. We built this car. This is our car. We built it. We literally bought it for 800 bucks and started stripping it down. And it's funny because I've been here long enough to have seen some of our, uh, most of our cars go through here. And, you know, there's people like Huggins and Trulio and um, you. And, and there's a bunch of guys that have been with the series for a very long time. And they didn't jump from chassis to chassis to chassis. They developed a car yeah. and it's taken years and years. And now you're seeing the results from that development. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been a long learning curve. You so, know, we've. Chassis-wise, I mean, we pretty much got the suspension and brakes dialed in, you know, and that, that wasn't overnight. You know, that took 
lots of time and patience and you know, we've tried different springs right. and shock setups and you know this and that you know so pretty much got it dialed in at this point we think you know this has been our most successful year to point you know to date we've got right. three wins this year so we're we're trying to go get that championship we're trying to go get that championship this year you know we finished second just behind rockwell this year so uh right yeah you know just just some average shows in a garage you know we uh competing against the big boys so so as as two as average joes in the garage you know obviously you guys went to school and and you work in this every day um but there's a lot of gearheads out there that really have never turned much of wrenches and I'm always asked, you know, should I buy a car to sort it? Should I not buy a car? Should I build a car? I have there's two schools of thought on that, right, Jeremy? You can buy a car that's sorted and go, but if you build it yourself, the learning that you're going to have will be a lifetime worth of knowledge, and and you'll know every nut and bolt on that car versus buying someone else's car that that's all been done. You may never get to some of those bolts because the car is put together already, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we. We know every nut and bolt in our car, even the ones that are mismatched mm -hmm. to make <laughs> yeah. work, you know, stripped out holes and we had to put a nut cert in and, you know, we pretty much know every nut and bolt, you know, just the pride in building our own car instead of buying somebody else's car, right. you know, that, that, that gives us, a, you know. Speaking of nut certs, have you done that, gone through and, and, uh, um, put your own, basically just, we just, I just drilled out everything. And, and use bolts from Lowe's, you know, metric bolts, and just use nut certs and and uh, replaced every every bolt we knew was gonna, you know, strip the threads out or, you know, racing does it, but just uh, did all that. Have you guys done that? Pretty much just got rid of everything. Oh, um, well, no, just as it wears out, you know, our our rear sway bars kind of jacked up. We got a threaded insert in there that's kind of hanging on for dear life and. Oh, I think one of the transmission cross members. I think there's like three metric and one standard. All right, all right. You know, you got it. You got it. Whoever's put, taking that out's got to know what whole bolt goes back in the same, the right hole. Right. Your, mom, your mom just jumped on. <laughs> oh God! Just just yeah. laid you out, man. Just rolled <laughs> the bus just, right over just, you. She just said, "Dude, you're not some rookie. You and your dad did some frame off restorations uh, of Ford Bronco." I assume it's an original Bronco, not one of the new ones. So yeah, we my dad's a big Bronco guy. We did we did one in high school and he's done a bunch over his you know, his life. Yeah. You know, so we, that's good. I mean that, that you know, this isn't a guy that just picked this stuff up in high school this and went, is this your he's... life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I didn't have we didn't have any money in high school, so when my truck broke down Wait, your mom just said I, you're millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> So I had to learn how to fix it myself because yeah. I couldn't pay anybody to fix it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so right. I I had to get in there. Luckily, an old old car is a little easier to learn and sure, work on. Right. So, right. you know, I got you know learned how to work on a carburetor and power yeah. steering boxes and whatnot. Very cool. Yeah. What well, one last thing on Bill's original question, then we can move on. When he asked okay. you if you were to put a new car together, what would it be? You you said a three fifty Z. Um, is that you didn't would you not contemplate a different manufacturer because i'm in a moment right now i'm a honda guy i've built honda since 1989 with my dad we started with a crx and i built a civic and i've got two hondas out in the garage because i know i know how they work 
So you you immediately went to a 350Z. Is it because you don't want a, the learning curve of learning a, a new brands the way they do things, or would you consider going to something else completely? Uh, I mean, one, you know, if we went 350Z, we, we would have the same brakes because that's when we run the 350Z brakes. So one one thing is the spares. you got to have right. spares for everything. Uh, right. So that kind of covers all the brakes already. The engines are very similar. Um, and Nissan pays $1,000 if you win a race. Oh, I like yeah. that. So, I mean, that that really helps. If you win a race, that's an extra $1,000 in the pocket. You know, minus yeah. taxes. We sure. do have to pay taxes on that. So it's not quite $1,000, but... Uh, but still, seven hundred and fifty bucks you know, is seven hundred. Because we've you know, never heard, helps. you know, we're, you know, a win at AMP and then VIR here this this past weekend. You know, that's two grand in the bank. You know, that's that's entry fee for the next race. Because okay, we're, we're pricing these too low. Let me go change. <laughs> well, you know, close enough, or maybe two sets of tires, yeah. or one set yeah. of tires. And one what you're tire, buying. yeah. One tire, yeah. Uh, the tire bill is uh. I was looking at them today, and I was like, "Wow, they went up in price." Yeah. So, I like the paying taxes the part because because you know, as we, always, you can get tires from TireRack.com, the official that's tire, where we get supplier, them. tire and wheel supplier from or for Champ Car. There you go. I actually have a meeting with uh, Matt at Tire Rack here tomorrow. No, next day, Thursday. So it'll be cool. cool. Well, so, they always get them to us on time. We've yes, never we not do. got them for a race, so that's where what, we get what them. What tires are you using now? Uh, we've pretty much settled on the Bridgestones, the RE seventy ones. They they're worth their weight in gold. They're they're a little pricey. They don't last real long, but man, they're they're confidence inspiring. Now, are you using the three three fifty five whatever eighteen? Three ninety five twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. with like a ton of grip. You know. <laughs> No, yeah, we've the car really responded to them, so we've, you know, we're, we're biting, like, we've been biting the bullet and paying that tire price. And you guys use like two fifty five, uh, forty seventeens. Yep. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. Every now and in the summertime, we'll run the hand cooks. Bridgestones don't like the hot weather. You know, they're good for about four hours in the summer. You know, that's not quite going to cut it. Right. Twenty four. And I'm going to ask a question that will just get everybody all riled up. And oh, boy. Use Fram filters, right? Absolutely. From uh, Walmart. <laughs> yep. That's actually what I mine. Yeah. <laughs> now, what oil do you guys use? Uh, so we've tried multiple different oils over the years, and we've settled back on what we started with, Rotella. Okay. It's diesel oil. It's yep. cheap. It's you can get it anywhere, and it seems to do the job. We've tried these fancy racing oils and everything in between and didn't seem to make much of a difference. So $30 gallon of a uh, Rotella T6 gets it done for us. It's just, you know, after talking with mobile one a, a whole bunch of times over the years, it was just basically just keep it clean. That's all it needs to be is clean, clean oil. Yeah. It, it you change the oil, change the filter and yep. send it down the road. Yeah. Yep. Now, um, have you guys had wheel bearing issues just like some of us have had, or is it, you guys got that. So sword. we're pretty meticulous on our wheel bearing maintenance, um, but we have had a few failures over the years, but not many. Um, so we it's had. Funny. 
we we switched over on the MR2 to 350Z or 370Z maybe uh, hubs and uh, the bolt-on hubs, and yeah. they're bulletproof. They are absolutely bulletproof. Hmm. Yeah. Take points for them, by the way, for everybody who wants to know. Yeah. Yeah, we're still running the stock four lug. We'd love to go to the five lug hubs, but uh, we don't have the points to spare. So can't you take the five lug, um, the 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 hubs and just redrill them for four? I mean, I guess we could. We take the five lug rotors and drill those to four, <laughs> which is a lot of work. I'm just stoking the flame somewhere on the internet. So, uh, no. hey, brakes are open. So, yeah. so yeah, what we, kind of cheaty we, stuff do you? Nobody's listening, but what kind of cheaty stuff do you have on that car? No, we're all legit. You know, just like uh, you know, a certain car at Road Atlanta said, "Stock is best." Yeah, I remember that. You know, Who had that on their car? Uh, I believe the car that finished in second place, but was uh, later DQ'd. <laughs> I'm not going to throw them under the bus. They know who they are. I think everybody listening, you're in yeah. champ car, know who they are. I don't. I'm not going to name names, but uh, yeah, it's all right. They had the same. They had the same supposed engine in their car as ours, and they were just destroying us on the straightaways. So, right. We had a suspicion something was uh, not quite stock. Don't you love it? You think people would look around, right? Wait, don't pass that MR2 that fast. Slow down a bit if, if you're in the same car. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you know, I think the series does a good job, you know, kind of policing itself. You know, I mean, you could tell when there's an outlier, when there's something. Yeah, we've got our focus way on a faster right than now. it should be. Yeah, and we've got our 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 focus on a couple of them. One, don't tell anybody. One's a VW uh, Rabbit. We're really uh, going to be watching those guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Diesel power. No, no, just wrap. a gas. I think it's a sixteen hundred or two liter. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just... So what is what is the He's looking at you, Tim? What is the twenty twenty four look like for NLS racing? So I I think the plan tomorrow night so Wednesday night is our uh our get together night, our working night. So we'll have a sit down tomorrow night after the race, but uh Normally, we would go to, straight to Road Atlanta, and then the South Course VIR is our normal schedule. But uh, with the championship race in the middle of March, I think we're going to kind of pull back and focus on that, get the car sorted. The car needs the front end's looking a little rough at this point. The splitter's been hanging on for quite a few races now, so I think we're going to kind of rebuild the front end, put some fresh fenders on it, and... Yeah, she's she she's a little worse for the wear at the moment, you know. Eight have you, eight plus have, years of racing, so have you done well at, at Instium? Would never been there. Oh. So this will be a new track for us. So interesting. We've we've been wanting to try and do some new tracks. You know, we're eight years in now. We've mostly been VIR, Atlanta, CMP, Charlotte. Which please bring back Charlotte. I love Charlotte. Uh, I, I do I know, too. It, I, I do know too. it's like a 50 50. That's a love or hate track. I love it. I, I love um, the track. I've done well there in all the times we've raced. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those they're building a new track, a new road course. I saw, yeah, I saw yeah. that. So we're going to kind of keep an eye on that one and see what happens there. So, no. And plus that's like an hour down the road for us. So that, yeah, it's, I, pretty yeah, much it's makes like it no brainer. Home race me, or three hours for me here, so yeah, it's great. Yeah. So you know, yeah. you never raced at NCM. I think that car should do well. Looks like all the big guns are going there. Um, 
I'm percent so. certain there will not be a park for me. It will be an eight plus okay. seven, and two races, lowest score wins. The lowest score meaning um, you add up your finish from day one to your finish of day two, and the lowest score wins. So, so we just need to win Saturday and Sunday. That's yeah. all ours, right? Yep. Yep, and that's it's really easy tough. to do in champ cars. It's going to be a tough field for sure. There's <laughs> the competition level's been tougher than ever in champ car right now. Yep, there's there's a lot of good cars. I mean, you know, so we're looking forward to it. There's what like 87 corners or something at that track. <laughs> it's looking a lot of the track map. I mean, it's so it's fast. Um, it's got some really you know some good straightaways, some fast sweepers. I always looked at it like. You, you have the big, you, basically you have two tracks and they're sort of the same laid out the same, just, they look different, but they're driven almost the same. So no park for okay. me, multi-car crazy, just uh, go racing to, you have two chances to win. So, and that's kind of from the boss, but I said, I'm 99%, 99.9% certain. We'll talk about it this week uh, with Chelsea and I have the subs done and they're built to that, you know, to two races. Um, but I was going to wait until I got the official word from her before I posted it. Well, we'll take it either either way. You know, we've we've won some twelve and fourteen hours, and we've won some eight and seven. So, you know, we'll we'll take it any way we can. You know, we can get it. Do you approach a track differently when you've never been there before? What's what's your approach? How, how do you guys prepare for that? Uh, I mean, we'll watch video. You know, go on YouTube and watch track video, of course. Um, a couple of the guys on the team are real good at watching video as far as like dissecting the track and whatnot. Um, you know, I'll watch video. I'm not real good on the, like, you know, I'm watching like, okay, to learn the track, but I'm not, di I, I'm not good at dissecting it. Like, oh, I need to turn in a little earlier than that guy did. Cause that's not my car. So I don't really know. I just know our car does pretty good on the, you know, the tight tracks it's pretty good handling car so a lot of corners there so you know i feel confident we'll have a pretty quick car there um you know watch video and then just prepare most so just you know most most of our races are one in the garage you know driving on the tracks i don't want to say the easy part but all the prep's done at the shop and as long as we keep it on you know between the ditches and on track we're going to be there at the end. So um, Jimmy just jumped on me because I, you know, we, we've done, you know, when we get early, get there early to the track, we usually get time to go out. And uh, one of the, the guy that runs um, Thunder Hill now used to work at NCM and he's given us all kinds of tips on how to take the corners, like turn one. Basically you want the car. Um, you want two wheels. You want to straddle the curbing basically as you go into turn one. And uh, right. that's the fast lane. Now, I don't know if that's considered exceeding track limits because things change over time at tracks. Sometimes they don't want you going out there. So, so you got to be careful, Jimmy, about what we tell them. <laughs> so we're going to be getting five-second time penalties like F1? Is that what's going to happen? Actually, yeah. So they did do um, – we had to do time penalty – or uh, I think it might have been lap penalties uh, for exceeding – yeah, some some areas of the track, and that is one of them where they do it. And they're really, really tough on sound. 
that's going to suck with some of these cars with that are loud exhaust. I don't know, boxsters, because <laughs> none of the boxsters seem to be quiet, no matter what they do. But it's going to affect them, and it's going to. Affect, I think it's going to affect the race. So, or pretty good and quiet. You know, I mean, a loud car just wears you out. You're in there listening to that thing screaming for two hours. You know, we our cars, you know, very reasonably, you know, quiet. I believe so. Yeah, it is. It is quiet. But this is a this track is extremely yeah read the read the sups, um, when I put them up, but uh, this is one of those tracks that they they do sound they'll do sound on the practice day and they'll keep tabs on it. We tell them what our our number is and that's what they go with. They have multiple sound meters all over the track and they will let us know the cars that are over and we'll let you know. Um, if you're way over, they won't let you back out on the track. But if you're close, we'll let you know and then. Uh, you can go to a local auto parts store and bring buy some mufflers. So <laughs> works out really well there. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Jeremy before we let him go, Bill? I don't know, man. Thanks for coming with us. And uh, oh, well, let's yeah. talk real quick. Let's talk about the uh, the race finish. So um, Sunday, yeah, we didn't even cover the. Yeah, we didn't talk about the race. <laughs> the race. Well, you Ryan. teased it. Well, you teased it ahead of time and kind of gave away the end. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, you guys won overall, but it wasn't easy. You had to chase down the national champion, Rad. You know, Rockwell Auto. Yeah. So they took a chance. Well, we had a red flag. We had a team that decided they did their oil didn't want to stay in their oops in their oil pan when they went off roading. And we were under red flag for an hour. So that changed the strategy of the race in a big way. Yes, it did. Yeah. Rockwell came in and pit I think they pitted early um for fuel and then thought that maybe they can go the distance, you know, maybe run out of fuel on the cool down lap or something, but they were close, but you guys were very close and you guys pushed them. So we hammered down knowing that they did a driver only change and had to go like two and a half hours on fuel. So we hammered down, you know, we knew we could go, you know, we did our pit stop. We had plenty of fuel. So we, we pushed them as hard as we could, and, you know, as they got close to the end, we could see them starting to drop off on time. I guess they were pedaling it a little bit. And uh, I believe we got to within about 20 seconds of them, and then I believe that's when they they pitted. They must have been stumbling because they made it to pit road, so they didn't, they didn't run out, but no, they I must saw, have obviously been stumbling to where they had to bring it in. I was watching because um... – you know, went over to timing and scoring, and we're looking. It's like, how long have they been out there on that fuel? And and uh, we knew they only did a, a driver change. And we're watching their times quick and then not quick and then slower and slower. And it's like, okay, they're fuel conserving. Weird. And I saw, I was watching when your driver came down the front straightaway, they were just um, going by, um, going into turn one. So I knew oh. he could see them. He could see them. Yeah. And that, that right there is huge. When you can see the guy and you can see yourself reeling him in, that just push, pushes you even harder. Yeah. So to even top it off, they borrowed one of our rental drivers on Sunday. So one of our guys that's been with oh. us for quite a while drove their car on Sunday. And he he didn't sandbag them. You know, we <laughs> no, joked and they were like, like oh, you know, <laughs> go out there and you know, sandbag and help us out, you know. But, uh, no, yeah. he, he drove his ass off. He didn't give up. You know, he's a competitor. So, uh you know, shout out to Kevin. He uh he's been racing with us for a while. Um, 
but yeah, he, he did his job in that car and we did our job and, you know, our goal is push them. We knew we, they're either going to make it or they're not. We have to hammer down and hope for the best, you know, and it worked out. I think we only led the final four laps, I believe. So, you know, only got to lead the last one. That's right. But, uh, That's right. That's right. So uh, question is, what does NLS stand for? Well, it depends on who's asking and if uh, <laughs> it's next level stuff. Oh, stuff. Yeah. Solutions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next level solutions, next level stuff, you know, however you want to uh, yeah. interpret that. So, so um, the, the finish and the, the strategy of the, your win uh, last on, on Sunday that that's kind of like the joy of of endurance racing you know you came up with a plan they came up with a plan you executed they executed your plan was a little bit better that's always really satisfying in in, in general but when you when you race a team with the level of experience and talent as the Rockwell guys that's got to be even more satisfying was yeah i mean especially after coming up just short at road atlanta in a championship race you know we finished second right behind them i think only a lap or two down after 14 hours so you know to come back and you know get one on top of them you know makes it even better you know not you know not this and any of the other competitors all you know there's a lot of tough guys you know especially at vir i mean huggins they're think he's out for i mean they own vir for years so yeah oh they were you know, they and were they finished second tails. yeah they right were they, and they were right behind us you know them guys you know early in the day were down in the teens and all of a sudden they're sixth fifth fourth yep. third and there they are at the end i mean they're they're tough competitors you know atlanta speedworks them guys they were there all day i'm not sure what happened to them at the end but uh yeah, prefect uh, we had a good race a hub failure a hub failure yeah okay yeah. you know we had a good race the first half of the race of prefects you know we were back and forth with them guys for a while not sure what happened to them uh you know a lot of different teams over the you know over the years and races you know there's 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 stiff competition in champ car there's no there's no free wins right yeah. hey so folks want to see your trophy there so this is uh I think perhaps one of our coolest. This is Iron Man. Yeah, that is very cool. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pretty proud of that one. You know, there's, I kind of did a little staging here, so a couple <laughs> of our. Uh, you mean it's not like that know, all the time? No, <laughs> I, you know, we're so awful. It's not all of them though. Some of them are in uh, the other garage we got. Nice. So, kind of spread them around until one of these days we've been talking about building a trophy case, but uh. Cool. We got a race car to work on, so it that kind of goes to time. the waste of yeah. it. It's just yeah. more time. Yeah, it's funny. You go to cool. some of these uh, big, uh, like Riley's, you know, shop, and they've got all the trophies in the trophy case. Same, same with uh, uh, Bimmer World. They have all the trophies in the trophy cases, but the Chump Car and Champ Car trophies get the most, the most views. And the, what, what's that? Where'd you get that from? You know, the questions. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I made sure to bring this home from the race. I wanted to bring it into work, you know, that victorious Monday, you oh, yeah. walk in with the trophy, you know, so I brought it into work and then, you know, luckily I guess I'm doing this tonight. So I had the trophy. So <laughs> show it off a little bit. It's, you know, the coolest trophies in racing. I mean, they're so, so everybody and, at work, you know, thinks they're so cool. 
and for having you on the show, I get a, a, a Opal GT X-Track transmission, right? <laughs> I don't know if we make one of those, but uh, I can look into swear it. Swear to God, it's only like 12 inches long. So it's, but, yeah, the yeah. whole transmission, it's, it's tiny. I've been I've been trying to figure out a way I can uh, sneak one out of the shop and put into our race car, you know, part but, uh, by part, and it goes. I've heard that Johnny Cash song. Yeah, you know, one piece, one piece at a time. Uh, you know, Bill, if you know. you've got a big enough checkbook, they'll make you a transmission. Oh, I know they will. I know they will. We <laughs> talked. We actually talked to X Track years ago with about a transmission for the MR2. We also talked to Quaif and some other companies too. So it was, yeah, none of them wanted, uh, you know. They wanted some big bucks. Sure, They're good transmissions though, all of them. Yeah, so. they, yeah, we've uh, they got a pretty good track record for sure. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All good right, stuff. That's it. Thanks. Thank you, Jeremy. All right. Thanks. Mind if I, uh, I just want to give a shout out to all oh, my yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Yep. Um, Cliff, Corey, Corey, Danny, Ryan, uh, Scott, you guys are awesome. Ton of. Love you guys. Any sponsors yeah, you want to say thank you to? Uh, unfortunately, no sponsors. It's just us. All right. Uh, you know, we're keep plugging away at it here. One day, maybe we'll get a sponsor. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, Jeremy All right. Boyce, thanks a lot for being with us, and uh, good luck at NCM coming up. Thank you, guys. Thanks for being here. All right. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun there, Mr. Bill. Yeah. I was like, uh, the NLS guys, the whole family is just such a, such a hoot to hang out with. And, yeah. you know, I have to break out the wide, the wide camera because they bring the whole family out. And, you know, when they're up on the trophy, you know, getting their trophy, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I was awesome. wondering who, who gets to keep the trophies, you know, cause obviously the team owner is, uh, is all part of the game. But, uh, you know, if you do this long enough and you come up with, you know, you win 20 trophies over the years, you know, do any of the other drivers get to grab one once in a while? Yeah, really. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, what oh, else? Wait. Well, today is December 5th. Today is the last day okay. to get your early discount, your $200 off the Road Atlanta 14 hours race in okay. February. So today's it. We have 27 teams signed up. Whoa, there's some big names on here, man. Cool. Whoa. Yeah. Eddie Vetter, which is the Corvette, which is the same team that had Freddie Mercury. So now they have Eddie Vetter. Now they've got Eddie Vetter. Okay. I like it. I like it. I get it. I I catch what you're throwing down there, Mr. Bill. Yep. Yep. And uh, but yeah, everybody's coming to this one. It looks like Money Shift Racing will be there. Money Shift Racing back on our sponsorship for next year. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, today I uh, did Chelsea and I did some updates on the uh, Sebring race coming up here at the end of the year, New Year's Eve. Okay, we have uh, got our schedule in place. We have a track day going on. It's $200 for members, $250 for no non-members. Right. But they have to become members, but we do it. You know, we're going to do it locally. Um, and we're going to have no, we're going to have open passing or sorry, we're going to have a only passing in the straights type thing. Sure. You know, to start off with for the day point buys, that kind of stuff. And then uh, open passing after that. Nice. After the lunchtime, we're going to do a, a lunch uh, quiet time. And then racing, 
eight hours on Saturday, seven hours on Sunday for New Year's Eve. It's going to be a fun race. We are going to, for those that have been down to uh, Sebring, I talked to the tech guys tonight. We, we, we're doing 2024 tech, which means we're going to have like 100 cars sure. in for tech, So, which we have 100 cars in it. So um, we have decided to move tech out into the runway area, which is, uh, um, or not runway, the parking area. It'll be right, there's, a, there's some garages that, or uh, bathrooms out there right next to it. And uh, we're going to move it out there, go, download the SUPS, and you'll be able to find out where tech is. Big red box. Don't park your motorhome there. We'll try and have it all blocked off for you. I think other series do their tech out there. Right. So if people don't want to go through that 100-car line, can they do 2020, use their 2023 tech for Sebring and do their yep. 2024 tech at the next race? Exactly. Great. So, yeah. So you want 2024 tech or you have not got a correct right sure. tech, you need to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, and we're, we're staying open, keeping tech open till five till six o'clock. After okay. that, we are going out eating steak, drinking beer. Nice. I think it could be just burgers though. That's okay. But, uh, yeah. And then, um, should go out for Gator. We did. We've, Done the gator tail thing. Yeah. We uh I I I might have had it once, but the last time I was at Sebring, I went all in on trying the gator and oh ho, 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 I am I am a fan. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So we have uh Chelsea and Frank Ray Ray's coming over tomorrow morning and we're headed out to PRI, so we're gonna be at PRI. I'm gonna try and do some updates, some inside temp car live stuff. I don't know. It's uh we'll do something. Okay. And uh from PRI and talk to some folks uh we have some meetings all lined up with some important peoples and, and uh tire rack's coming back next year if you guys didn't know that um we uh agreed on a contract and uh they're back nice we are we are going to be a little more strict on some of the decals some of you guys just to let you know that your top window banner i'm going to announce this january one because i don't want to confuse it with everybody <laughs> now i know we're going to go to sebring that well bill said January 1, you cannot have anything within six inches of the tire rack banner across the top of the window. Oh. So some of you, and you can't have other tire manufacturers, can't have tire uh, companies, can't do stuff like that. So um, it has to be tire rack only up there. So um, make it nice and clean. You know, you can still have your backing panels on it, but it can't be, uh, uh, it has to be solid colors. That yep. We all right. So what's up with you, Brian? Anything new? No, just uh, you know, we uh, you go to Sebring in in January or in late December. I'm going January yeah. 12th, so we're like 39 days away. Yep. And uh, I've been doing all of my my pre preseason prep. And uh, uh, I talked to Todd Burris this morning. Yeah. You know, spec me out a racer, uh -huh. and uh, also our Krispy Kreme. Uh, sponsor, yeah, and he's coming back as well. Cool, um, but yeah, he said there's like three races going on. There's one at Homestead, one at Sebring, and then I guess uh, Farah is there too. So, yeah, uh, it's a lot of a lot of Miata racing down there, which is one of the reasons why we filled up our race so quickly. It's a hundred cars. Yeah, normally we have a ninety car limit, but this track let us take it up to hundred. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so yeah, yeah if you want to go and. Spend a, a lot of time in the Sunshine State during the months of December and uh, and uh, January. January. There is a lot of racing to be done there. 
When is that Rolex thing? Oh, that's at the uh, that is the last weekend in January over at a different track. Yeah, and then we go to we could do that and then come up, do that Rolex thing. Yep, and then just the next weekend we're at Road Atlanta. I bet my wife would love me gone for like six weeks. That's what she keeps telling me. Just keep <laughs> keep, keep him out of the house, Brian. Hey, I got any text anything. Can you send Bill to like race in Azerbaijan? Doesn't he have a race to go to? That's right. I said, I'll said work on that. I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when uh, you're when you're gone, she doesn't have to trip over your underwear in the bathroom. That's true. That's true. That's right. That's right. So we're waiting for Chris to send me the latest version of the BCCR. It's got a little tweaks to it. We got a door bar. You know, the door bars should be sorted out. Yep. Uh, in the book. So we're waiting for Chris to send that to me. Intent, Chris. And uh, they'll get that off to us. Um, and then we'll put that up on the web. We're still waiting for, uh, I, I've done all my counting on the election. Okay. Uh, we're waiting for Tiffany to do her counting, and then once we uh, see hers, we'll compare. And Make I sure will be the next the president of Champ Car. And there you go, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah, don't want it. <laughs> no, no. and it, 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 looks like, it looks like roses and everything. Let's talk to Chelsea about that yeah, one. Yeah, uh, nobody wants me to run Champ Car either, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, so, would, that would not be... Uh, that would not be yeah, good. Yeah, and me neither, because it'd be free coolers for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it's not beer coolers, by the way. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, every race would be at Road on. America. <laughs> oh yeah, there'd be there's people out there that would like. That, no one so. would argue with me. Yeah, no one would argue with um, me. I don't know who we're having on next week. I need okay. a guest for next week. Anybody want to volunteer? Well, I have a um, suggestion for you, but we'll have to talk about that off air. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> now, and we have, uh, we could maybe talk to the new board of directors. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. something like that. Maybe. Yeah. So. Because it's, when it, what's the day? Fifth? Today is the fifth. Yeah, because we were supposed to announce it on the 15th or whenever that is. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Anything else? All right, Brian. No, I think, oh, let me think. Um, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot going on in Champ Car right now. Um, we're starting to get our contracts in. You're going to, I really suggest that, uh, you know, things have been kind of the same over the last 10 or 15 years with a lot of these contracts because Champ Car's 15 years old. Yeah. Coming up soon. So, um, we should have the a last party. 15 years, things have pretty much been the same. Now, a lot of tracks, we just got some stuff from Pittsburgh this uh, tonight or this evening. And Chelsea called me and we discussed some of the changes they have. And uh, some of them are, you know, it's, some tracks are like taking away some of the. We had talked about this before, Brian. Alcohol. Yeah. That you know they they're they're putting some restrictions on when alcohol can be uh, consumed and things like that. So take a look at your sups when they're up. Read through them all. Um, Chelsea is. Uh, we're 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 putting everything we can into the sups to help you guys better prepare for these races. We don't want you to get to the track and say, "I didn't know I was supposed to put a muffler on my car." <laughs> you know. Or that guardrail was going to cost me $2,000. Just so, don't hit the guardrail. Um, yeah. And this past weekend, we had a few thousand dollars for the damages that we paid for. Um, we put up the, uh, you know, as I said, we're going to, you know, send out the uh, damage invoices to the teams, and they are paying them. So they're yep. they're getting back in. So um, for next year, uh, we're in, actually started now, we're, we're uh, putting – a four percent charge on the uh, the invoices to cover our fees because uh, we found out we were losing a lot of money. So um, yeah. and unfortunately, we don't get to use as a as a 
nonprofit, we don't t- get to use that as a tax plan. Yeah. So, yeah. I get it. I get it. All right, my friend. I I move the machine to give applause, and then I have to move it back. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast. You won't miss any episodes. It would also be great if you share it on your social media channels. You can comment on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if it's a good one. New episodes every week. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Polanski. You're listening to the Racing Wire Podcast Network, and you're watching Champ Car Live on YouTube. We'll see you next week.